The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always with me is Swoosh and John Depp. Hi. Hello. And uh, first up, I'm going to get some of my own bitching out of the way. Um, I've been playing this game, uh, Plague Tale Requiem, and it is the sequel to Plague Tale Innocence. I remember that one being good. And... Sorry? I remember, uh, like, the first one being pretty good for Plague Tale. So, the first one I liked, but it had some problems. Oh, yes. The big one is it didn't quite have enough engagement verbs, (laughs) and it had a really glaring problem that was completely designed that way, and I really hated it. So, it only really has, essentially, three things that it can do in a gameplay sense. Exploration, puzzles, and stealth. Unfortunately, it doesn't do the stealth great, hmm. and it kind of floundered a little in the other two. They weren't bad, and there were definitely some amazing set pieces in the first game. There's one in particular, a uh, brief setup. There's a plague, there's lots of rats involved, and they can, like, strip a corpse in, like, seconds. Um, and they're attracted to areas with lots of death and blood. So, you know, revolutionary... Uh, no, it's not revolutionary. It's it's, uh, the it's like medieval France. Yeah, the French Where there's revolution. lots of war happening. It's not French Revolution. It's older than that. Um, revolution! Yeah. So the point is, like, you go... You, there is one bit where you go across a fresh battlefield. Yeah. And it's like, there's corpses everywhere. It's, it's a really insane visual so the guys at the department know how to set, do a shot and be like this is insane mm. um but their stealth is really kind of half-baked it doesn't ah. quite work um it's enough but eh. and the big thing they did is they the to keep the rats away you have to use fire so you'd get torches and things you'd wave it and you keep them away the biggest problem is the game kept for literally no seeming reason taking the fire away hmm like, you'd get to an area where you had to climb up a wall, and they'd be like, oh, I can't take the fire with me, I have to put it in this sconce. Except there's two other characters with you that you help up that wall first that you could pass the fire to. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Just creating an unnecessary hindrance. Yeah. Yeah, so that they could be like, you don't have fire, so you've got to engage with the other parts of the system. Hmm. No, that was dumb. It was really stupid. So I was really excited to see them go for a second go at it because it was like, you've got some good ideas. Your art team knows what they're doing. Tighten it up. Add some more combat for uh, you know engagement verbs. We might have a really good game. Yeah. Um, so I definitely told people, you know, check it out if it's cheap. Have a go. And I would still say, have a go at the the first one. You can get it a lot cheaper than the the sequel. And it's generally a pretty good game. Now, Requiem, I haven't actually finished Requiem yet, and it is it is really turning into a slog for me to finish. The problem is, they added a bunch of verbs, but they don't actually do anything. Yeah. So, you have uh, knives and these pyrite things, which are basically just, oh, fuck buttons. You fucked up the stealth one time, we'll give you an out. Makes sense. Uh, they gave... Uh, they. Uh, added a level up system so that as you perform certain styles of engagement with the game you'll get more proficient and get bonuses and extra abilities and things like this but because they can't guarantee that a player will play a certain way none of these bonuses can actually affect the game too much they can't build around you having them Mm. 
they have to assume that you may not get any of them for any one encounter. So they can't do a lot with them. They have a slightly better crafting system. It is more easy to create special ammo. But then they added in all these trait systems which you'll upgrade across the game. Which cause other problems with like, you know, the stealth system isn't that much better. Hmm. But to get the tools and upgrade items you need to use the upgrade system, you have to engage with that stuff and you have to explore. But I don't want to because it's really difficult. The stealth system isn't very good. But that means you don't get the upgrades, which means later on the stealth just gets harder. Yeah. It's this weird feedback loop of it didn't actually make the verb sound stronger and we've got more things for you to do and more <laughs> ways for you to engage with the content. And it just seemed like, yeah, we just kind of did it again and then added some things that kind of help but don't really actually do They it. help in a cosmetic sense. It makes them Which look like they, they did things. Yeah. Which is frustrating because their puzzle design, while still not like portal or anything it's a lot better and their exploration design is fucking amazing mm. like it is really good they did a whole section of like a an island countryside for you to explore and find hidden stuff in and there's whole side areas there that aren't part of the main story path that you can go and nose around in and just sort of get a vibe of this island village nice um, it's really good. Their environment team knows what they're doing. And when they get into those exploration verbs, it's really so much better. They absolutely figured out how to do that way better this time around. But that's not the focus. The main mm. gameplay loop is stealth. And it's not that good. And you're doing it all of the time. If your core so concept getting... is stealth, you'd think you'd actually put some decent you know, points into that some, kind of Some system. decent stealth abilities, or at least... yeah tailor the character for that reward them for using that thing you want them to use for the most part it's just hide in grass wait for guard to move move through next set of grass oh so it's standard modern stuff yeah <laughs> yeah slightly discolored grass but this is where you, you hide but when you have that for like one or two levels it's like meh not yeah. a big deal but when that's your main engagement loop <coughs> it's not that interesting um, not that I'm a big fan of the particular... Like, I mean, I don't mind the game, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, look at The Last of Us 2. You do a lot of stealth stuff in that, but you're moving through buildings into grass. You can move, flank enemies. It feels really good. You're supposed to fight. Yeah. yeah. But in this, fighting is discouraged. You die very quickly mm. if you get caught. So you're probably not supposed to fight. But then how do you explore the area to get the upgrade tools to do other things better? It's this weird feedback loop of discouraging you doing stealth, but requiring you to explore while in stealth. That's uh, fucking that weird. reminds me very much of that game, uh, Sticks, I want to say it is, where you were the, the goblin. Oh, had the to goblin, go yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I actually enjoyed the stealth in that a lot more. Yeah. But I think that's because he is much more agile as a character. Yeah. So you can get up in, like, the rafters and move around, and you've got a lot more... Like, there's more verbs within stealth hmm. than hide behind cover. Yeah. yeah. They cannot see. So, more I, dimension. I, I enjoyed it more. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit because it was mainly a stealth focused game. And if you were in direct combat, you were about fucked. And they actually yeah. focused on you need stealth. Like, you might be able to throw mm. an extra knife or might be able to put an extra fire out, but nothing's going to make you more resilient. And I yeah. thought that was done well. The second game, not so much. I just didn't enjoy that one as much, even though it had better controls. But yeah, yeah. like that was the only real yeah. increase to it. But at the same time, still felt lacking. Like, 
But like the thing you gotta understand there is you've got a lot of options yeah. for for how you want to engage yourself. Do you want to do stealth? Do you want to combat? Do you how do you want to play with it? Plague Tale discourages all other things other than hide. Yeah, you can fight, and I definitely have found ways to make that work as I've learned how to manipulate the AI to just be like, ah, you're all dead. <laughs> But it never feels satisfying because I feel like I'm manipulating it, not having cool moments. Feels yeah. like you're cheesing the game in order to win. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a lot of. Well, I've found uh, almost horror games or thriller games or a lot of those stealth games like they're like quite suspenseful until you figure out. Oh, I can skirt the AI and bring him to an yeah. area that I can start separating them out. All right, well now I've just cleared a room. Uh, then next it time I can work. do it again. Yeah then yeah. it's just or you find the edges where you can just like walk around yeah. them mm. and they were a non-issue so what was the fucking point in yeah. the cell and yeah. you, you start figuring out their sight lines and how far they can see is that well okay I'm just gonna walk straight through the middle of this I'm yeah. finding so that like, with, uh, with I mean, Hitman they yeah. change that to a world of assassination and instead mm. of just Hitman 1, 2 and 3 they brought them all together with all the DLC which mm. is pretty fucking cool nice Um, but yeah in that it's like okay well I know if I stand like 10.1 meters away from them, they're not going to see me. So I'm just going to skirt around this and around this and, oh, look, now they're dead. Anyway. Yeah. See, the only stealth, uh, or game with stealth that I actually liked the mechanics for recently was probably Ghost of Tsushima. Because yeah. that was weirdly, it was very simple. All you do is hide behind stuff and you can get under a couple of buildings uh, or jump down from a roof. But it felt really organic and I quite liked it. But also, I liked murdering all of them until there's like three left, and then popping out of the long grass, yelling "Fight me!" and dueling them. <laughs> well, I think the the usual thing with games like like Ghost or even Hitman is your ability to choose how to move through and engage yeah. space. Yeah. you can you can That's run in guns that... blazing or go in stealthy. You can do either. But or. even then, yeah. like mm. look at Ghost. Okay, cool. You wanna you wanna attack this camp cool, what angle do you go in? Yeah. How do you approach? Do you take out any snipers before you come into the area? What do you do? There's a lot of option. Mm. Again, Plague Tale is you walk into an area, this is a stealth section, cross this yard. Yeah. Somewhere on the other side, vaguely, with no indicator where it is, is the door you need to go through. Mm. Or the flag or whatever to indicate transition to next section. Yeah. Which is really annoying when you're like, okay, so there's going to be a door on the other side of this room. Sort of work your way across this side of the map. And then you find out it's on the complete opposite side from where you are. Mm. So, you know, you went right, the door was left, but you're both on the other side of the thing. So now you've got to also transition back across. Which is just frustrating, because you have no idea where you're going. You're just expected to kind of get across the yard and you'll figure it out. That was the issue I had it with It just makes their stealth massively problem. Like, the... Yeah, the but Thief, Thief was about the exploration in, yeah, in stuff. Yeah, they, they leaned into that pretty well. But, like, I got lost in the most recent Thief so, so often. I, I swear I don't have object permanence some days. Where you're walking through, it's like, where am I going? It all looks like townhouses. And that's it. Hmm. Like, but, like, I know I bitched a lot about their stealth system because it is warranted, in my opinion, as kind of shit. Yeah. And I would really actually rather they abandon it and just focus on the storytelling, the puzzles, and the environments. Mm. They had one where you went into one of these rat warrens, and it is absolutely jaw-dropping. It is just an insane visual. Nice. And then there's another scene earlier in the game where you're trying to dodge around some guards, and so you 
end up going through a medieval butcher's uh, garbage dump. Oh. And it is absolutely as as you'd think it should be. Nice. Because it's medieval times. It's literally just an alleyway that they've dumped animal corpses in and they've just left to rot. Hmm. It is it is squelchy and <laughs> that sounds horrible. But they're that's the thing. Like their environmental team knows how to sell that. Yeah, I remember the first one being so, pretty good. And like the visuals in that alone were fucking yeah. nice. They're better in Requiem. Yeah, absolutely, without question. They nail that shit. It just sounds like they kind of dropped the ball on a couple of control issues and and that kind of stuff. But it, I think they tried to shore up their problems instead of fix them. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have ended up like, which was it, Deus Ex Machina was the one that got a separate group to do their bosses. And... Oh, yeah, uh, d- uh, Human Revolution. Yeah, yeah. and they were dependent yeah, on bosses. specific power-ups that you that were optional. They weren't dependent, they just didn't care. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Like, because if you had a speech-focused character, you couldn't talk to any of them. It was only combat. Yeah. And then there was the fact of, like, the lightning level, where it was like, oh, do you have lightning resistance? Like, no. Ha! Good luck! It's like, oh, neat. I, I quite like the Deus Ex games, but that whole game where you could actually go in and it was a microtransaction is to buy fucking skill points. And it was yeah. per character, not account. So if you then finished the game and wanted to start again, you had none of those. You'd have to go through and buy them again for that character. Yeah. And if, the, if you bought the game early or got the, the pre-order DLC whatever the fuck that was that included some extra skill points if you then started another character all of that content was gone because it was only unlocked on your first character including all the weapons everything wow so fuck. all the content you got for a pre-order and everything that only worked in your very first playthrough that is fucked <sighs> what the fuck yeah well I mean Human Revolution was also the game where, in the middle, there is a transition sequence that you go from one critical location to another, and there's actually a piece of connecting game, which they sold back to you for ten bucks. Yeah. The missing link for that uh, game's DLC, the the piece was called Missing Link, is literally this chunk where you're supposed to go into a cryopod... And then you wake up somewhere else, and you know... And, like, in the game, you're aware that stuff happened while you were in the cryopod. Yeah. Mm. But you don't get to play it unless you pay ten bucks. Fucking... Uh, yeah. It's one of the few times... Like, I'm almost glad some Square Enix don't have it anymore, because that was yeah. one of their Western developers. They mm. got rid of that. So hopefully someone else can pick it up and actually do something with that IP. I mean, the one that thing that Human Revolution, like, that annoyed me the most, it was had to have been just the most random oversight but when you saw any item you could interact with in that game it outlined it in yellow for you they're a nice yep. bright color it's really good so there is a, a a section where there's a hotel you can go in uh and any bed that has this like same template it's like a maroon uh quilt cover with yellow edging yeah so it looks like any <laughs> I sat there for fucking hours like why can't I get it it says I can interact with the bed let me interact with the bed no couldn't do anything I kept thinking I was missing something like vital and my game was broken but also it drove me nuts also in that like yellow highlights everything you interact with in a game where everything is yellow washed like yeah 
Yeah. That was a little annoying. If you actually went through in the game files and changed the highlight to a, a cyan or any other color, it's like, there's oh, so, so much more easy. shit in this world. Yeah. Oh, he was... Uh, back when everything got the piss filter. Yeah. Yeah, that and sepia. When everything mm. was brown. Like, all the shooters were just brown. Yeah. Brown or was before it? that was gray. Yeah. <laughs> Ge- Gears of was War was just cool. nothing but gray. That yeah. was fun. I didn't mind it in Gears, though. It kind of fit the setting. Everything was just I'm fine. not going to lie. Gears worked. I never got past the third one because I kept getting distracted. I really should go back That's and play good. them again. But I mean, like, if you ever want to play them co-op, they're on Game Pass. Ooh. That could be fun. Are all five of them on Game we Pass totally now? totally do that. No. They still won't put two and three. <sighs> Why? Weird. That's, I suppose they almost have to do a remaster to put two and three on there. So, mm. yeah, might be waiting for an anniversary. at the same time, like, come on, guys. Yeah. You're, you're selling us four or five and potentially six whenever it rolls around. You're just already selling one. Can, just can we fill in the collection. Give, give us the others. Please. We will pay the money. Do it. Yeah. Do uh, put two and three on there and then sell it like a fucking Master Chief collection. Like a, a Gears oh, collection. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would buy that in seconds. I actually well, would. Just, yeah. Even if they put it on Game Pass, I would probably actually give them money for a complete uh, collection of Gears 1 through uh, Gears yeah. of War, the whole cog. I don't care. Call it whatever the oh. fuck you want. <laughs> it's just, it's all the games. No, just I like bang. that name. The whole cog sounds great. <laughs> If by any chance, like, someone from that company's listening, please, please, <laughs> give us the thing. I, I, you know, call out to Cliffy B, but it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, true. But, yeah. Um, although, speaking of, like, microtransaction-y stuff, yeah. uh, Angry Birds is getting delisted. Yeah, so what's happening with that? Okay, so what's happening is Rovio has pointed out that the original Angry Birds, which you can still get, yeah. and costs... In the article, they said it was like 79 It's like a buck. Mm. Um, is getting delisted because too many people are playing the original game and not playing their new stuff. Their new stuff is full of is f- often free, but full of microtransactions. Yeah. Yeah. Which is clearly where Rovio wants you to go. So they're basically going... Oh no, our product is too profitable, is too popular, but we can't infinitely monetize it. We need to get... Whereas the initial game was a one-time purchase, and now you own it. And now you can play it. I'm surprised they they didn't do this early. They are are supposedly going to put it back up as Red's first flight. Which will have a new store built into it. Most likely. And if it doesn't, it'll be more expensive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, instead of being a buck, it'll be like five bucks, so it looks more like, ah, I don't want to yeah. play that. Yeah, oh, anymore. I can play a free one um, over here. Hmm. Yeah. The, 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 and so if you search Angry Birds, you'll get the new free Angry Birds instead of the original Angry yeah. Birds. That's, I mean, like... Because it's no longer even got Angry Birds in the title. It's called Red's First Flight. Yeah. Like, how how would you assume that is a Angry Birds product unless for some reason you'd watch the surprisingly actually entertaining movie I have enjoyed those two movies quite well actually like I, I hate that I have same <laughs> like they should not be as fun as they are but I rewatched the second one recently and had a ball it was great I haven't watched either of them hey <laughs> they're actually kind of fun like the fact that they show Red being proper angry at things like I, I connect with this character far too much <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I don't know, like it was good. So I think it's pretty dickish yeah, how they're, they're, basically how they're just... scamming like 
dragging people away from a one-time purchase to just force fucking microtransactions. That's real yeah. fucking shitful. That's proper marketing yeah. right there. Like, that is... Like, someone in marketing has just been promoted due to this. Mm. Yeah. Guaranteed. But... We've determined that we will make more money if we get rid of the our most popular products. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it is always a fun thing. It's the whole... The companies are obsessed with you know profit we have to make more and that way we strip everything away it's like guys no make a good product and that makes it a lot easier mm. just yeah. don't be a dick about it come on <sighs> but no I don't know I think more and more things I mean, are going that... away from a one time purchase oh um, definitely I think even I think we're going to see more and more of larger I won't say triple A games because most of them are fucking shit now, but I think even stepping down to double A or even A and maybe even fucking mm. indie games later go more of a, a free to play route with fucking smaller shit thrown into it. I'd Which is irritating given the actual numbers that single player games. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, recently, Elden Ring crossed 20 million uh, units sold. Mm. Uh, God of War pushed 10 million, so did Fallen Order. Um, there was another uh, Cyberpunk did as well these are all single player titles without massive recurrent um, money piles on them yeah same as like the the Horizon games like they don't have any multiplayer in them yeah and Mm. they are fucking amazing like they're pretty if if they want to dump time and make an actually good game they make actual fucking money yeah Yeah. absolutely but Instead, they they're just making popcorn games essentially, and no, they make streamer content. That's all they're making. Once oh, they throw yeah, multiplayer, no, all they're trying to aim for is streamer content, not for I, go yeah, and enjoy the yeah. game. Yeah, well, I, I get it to a it's, point because that's where the money is. But it's like, come on, please. It's really sad when at this point in time I can watch a game trailer and pick the streamer bait. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It used to be like, what game will get popular on Twitch? No, nah, now I can see the dedicated, that's a streaming game. Like, that isn't for me. High on Life was only made for streamers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also the pretty thing is, it was made for a very specific kind of streamer. Because we streamed that one, and we couldn't get any yeah. content out of it because we just found it annoying. Yeah. Like, not even enough like, to be see- like, or outraged or angry about it. It's this kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, like, the thing you need to understand about us, we spend maybe an hour to two hours bitching at each other before we start recording. Oh, yeah. Then we record for an hour bitching at each other, and then we will afterwards probably spend another 45 minutes to an hour bitching at each other. We don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> we really enjoy bitching. If it was a national sport, we'd be the champions. <laughs> And we ran out of shit at to say what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But recently there's a, a game came out called Rumbleverse. It's a free-to-play battle royale game developed by Iron Galaxy and published by Epic Games. Won a whole heap of award. Uh, is in the line to win two DICE awards. Um, and is also due to be completely shut down and mothballed two days after the DICE awards. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That... That's a fuck you and a half. Yeah. So like, even a game that... That's a... Like, personally, I hadn't heard of it, but apparently it's got a pretty decent player base, but it's not pulling in enough money for to continue its fucking life cycle. So they're just going to mothball it, regardless of awards, regardless of player count, it's gone. That... God damn. How the so fuck? So even like, if you make a popular game anymore, like, 
means nothing. Yeah. Or a good game. Fuck. So, yeah. I think they should go back to multiplayer's the second thought, make the good story, yeah. make good content, so it gets people in to buy and play your game. And, like, yeah. that's what COD used to be. Like, you could uh, go in, yeah. you bought COD for the campaign, and then you played multiplayer with your mates after. Like, you mm. actually got a decent... Well, I personally enjoyed hey, it. They were the only thing- ever, like, six to eight hours of gameplay, but I enjoyed them. They were pretty the fun. Is, though, the thing you got to remember, though, is the original Call of Duty came out and was defined by its campaign yeah. Yeah. back when we were flooded with World War Fucking II. Fucking Oh, yeah. And it still rose high enough to stand above the rest. Yes, yeah, it did. Off the back of its campaign. Not its multiplayer, no. its campaign. Yeah. It was great. And some of the ones that come after, like, they got some... What was the... The four-man squad who were just... Oh, there were about four Deadpools running around with you because they were just non. Oh no, that was uh, Battlefield. Oh, that was Bad yeah. Company. But that was great because that also had a really good story for that one. Yeah, it did. But Bad Company one and two are great. Absolutely. Yeah. That that's that sort of why people were pissed off when uh, twenty forty two came out because they were hoping for a Bad Company three, and then they said, yeah. "Oh no, we're going to do a, a more modern take on Battlefield four And it was like, "Oh my god, this could also be really good." And then they gave us this. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> like. It's just sad, because they were so good I mean, with their fucking campaigns, and now it's just... We made a new action multi... Like, you know, shooty thingy. It's the same one as last year, with a different sepia tone. Cool. Yeah. But, like... I mean, given the fact that at this point, they're not even advertising their products, like, it's Call of Duty and the, or Battlefield, and here's a cool campaign. Yeah. Here's the kind of cool shit you're going to do. The trailer for uh, 2042 was memes. Yeah. Yeah. Was every, like they took all the the bigger oh my god battlefield moments and here's a new setting you can do all of these and then you got into the game and said you can't actually do any of it it's yeah well I mean the big one I remember from the trailer was the dude jumping out of the jet yeah. shooting a guy with a rocket launcher uh, and then the falling back into his yeah. jet and flying away <laughs> it's like yeah that's a cool meme thing you do in games yeah. it's not part of your advertising no. like, but they were trying to advertise the epic battlefield moments oh my god and then they yeah. release a busted game. Well, like, you could launch, in, like, lean into that with campaigns. Like, you could just do that on rails for characters so they feel that awesome. But even, they, like, well, they did that back in Battlefield 3. You got to fly yeah. a jet around and you were, like, dogfighting with all these enemy jets. It's like, oh, my God. Like, probably the, one of the best moments in that fucking game. And it's it still mm. fucking looks amazing. But even older, for, like, shooters, like, uh, Going back to the N64, Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, like they were mm. long fucking campaigns, and they had a, a whole yeah. fleshed out multiplayer system that you then went out and played with your mates. And granted, it wasn't oh, yeah. online, but like by today's standards, yeah, you could but still you packed that. You got those four little tiny screens, yeah. and you were all oh, playing. And you packed out until the 64 was about ready to burst fucking into flames I... worth of bots. Oh yeah. And had a great oh, time. Great. On, on Perfect Dark, you could fill that thing full of bots and just run around oh. and have fun. That was fucking amazing. But I mean, you your got, will be screaming, but yeah. it was great fun. But you had a, a large campaign that was well fleshed out with a good fucking story. That's why you bought the fucking game. Like, yeah. even now, like, yeah. <clears throat> Modern Warfare, I can't remember if it was one or two, two. but they, they only advertised the, the Warzone and the multiplayer... The campaign was an afterthought DLC that you could play a month early. They didn't give a fuck yeah. about that. They gave like, zero shits. But even like the latest Halo, 
the campaign was it's a DLC because Infinite is all multiplayer. Yeah. Like, that's just fucked. Like, they're... Yeah. And just, these were, like, franchises that once had amazing campaigns. Like, yeah. I honestly want to go back yeah. through and replay the Halo and Gears of War series just yeah. because I enjoyed those campaigns. Yeah. Halo's fucking good multiplayer. Yeah. It's actually, like, I, I've shared a house with the same housemate for a number of years now. And one of the things that made us really good friends is I just decided I wanted to play Halo again. Mm-hmm. And he walked past my room and just noticed that I had it up on my TV and was like, hey, do you want someone to play with? Hmm. We didn't really know. I think he'd been... He's only been there like a month. Yeah. So we didn't really know each other that much. And we sat down and we played through Halo 1 through 4. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I genuinely believe that's one of the reasons we became friends. That's the beauty of couch co-op. Like being able to sit down with your mate next to you and just being able to give each other shit or play the game like in an actual fucking story where it's not just a rivalry it's you're trying to work mm. together it makes a hell yeah. of a fucking difference with it and playing it online as much as I enjoy it it isn't the same like no. yeah. and as more and more games remove couch co-op I don't think we'll ever really get that feel again because playing a PC no. game on a lounge with a mate next to you is fucking hard <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely because even land parties like- are getting rare now ah uh. I do miss the old LAN parties. Jesus. Like, I used to go I to... I do and I don't, because yeah. lugging your shit somewhere is a real Oh, fucking yeah. it is. Like, trying to lug your whole setup and then trying to find it, and you you pretty much dip the power of an entire grid from one fucking house of everyone trying to boot up a PC oh, yeah. at the same fucking time. Oh, particularly because back in the day, <laughs> at least when I was a kid, you're not hug- lugging around with these nice, slim LCDs. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're lugging a fucking CRT. Full CRT. Big ass motherfucker. You need, like, you need your parents to help you carry it in. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit was bullcrap. Like, honestly, the, I grew up in a, a like, coastal town, Mackay. Um, we at least had, like, a land cafe, and they did eight till eight lockouts on a Friday. And being the yeah. massive fucking nerd that I am, I'd always go to them with a few mates. Um, and we just spent 12 hours gaming in the same room. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah. It was yeah. like I, some of my yeah. favorite memories of these people are in that place. Yeah, and, and just having that person like not needing a headset, you can hear the game, you can hear everyone else's game, and you just yell out bullshit to people, or yeah. you can you can trash talk while you're in a firefight to the person next to you, and oh, you fucking oh. got me. You give them a dead arm and keep playing. Like you yeah. have you have some fun. There's a whole different type of interaction than it is with a, a headset yeah, it was a and a screaming child. Yeah. At one of the, the share houses I used to live in, we all really got into Killing Floor. Hmm. Nice. And when we, we'd all boot into it, and like everyone had just opened all of their doors, and you just hear each other yelling <laughs> across the house. I did that at the share so house. So mint. Hmm. Yeah. It, I think game. Like, as much as I like some of the things where gaming's headed, I'm also missing a lot of things we're losing. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. current multiplayer for me feels cold. If that's yeah. a, a good way of putting it, with it being um, a focus, it's getting yeah. cold because they're only trying to shell every cent out of it they can. Whereas when the oh, campaign yeah. was a focus and the multiplayer that was tacked on the back, the people working on that, it almost felt like it was a, a bit of a passion project. Like we've got this campaign, yeah. they've mm. dumped all this into, but I want to do the multiplayer, and so you get 
it's not just as focused or as money hungry I suppose might be a bit mm. better term for it yeah pretty much it's oh yeah because now even if they get a good multiplayer well you're going to be paying for some maps and yeah unlocks and later and how much do you want to pay do you want the battle pass now or do you want to try and earn yeah. it use the multiple tracks of the battle pass oh. yeah Ugh. it's it's very clinical and I hate every second of it and even worse when a game is pushing for competitive yeah uh, when they're based around a competitive mode because I as a person I hate competitive in any game sense I don't I play games to have fun hmm. if something becomes a job I'm out. I'm done. I'm going to move on to the next game. That's why I couldn't do raiding and WoW. But that's why I couldn't play Overwatch towards the end. Because everything was geared to competitive. So I just wanted to jump in, grab a random character and have some fun. But no. We we're putting Which is, rules and constraints on. It's like, fuck you. It's kind of slightly hilarious how much the competitive scene for Overwatch is falling apart. Oh, yeah. How much they tried to build yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. Well, the thing is, like, they fucked over enough people that everyone who played it religiously and in competitive went off to other games yeah well, it wasn't worth sticking well, around it's it's less that and more that like they they put in like prohibitive amounts of money you had to put in to be part of the league yeah um, other games like Valorant showed up and let you know little fish you know go <coughs> and be big fish yeah at which point that bled out the... You know, you need that flow-through of new faces coming into the scene. Mm -hmm. Those new faces went, I'm going to go play Valorant. Um, they, and they just sort of... It, it all sort of bled away, and, and now it's in a kind of a shite state. They, yeah, it's I, like League of Legends and that kind of stuff. I'd almost say Valorant more cannibalized out of CSGO to how very much more how it feels. Mm. But... Or CSGO with powers or abilities. Yeah, it's... Oh, no, that's where it went from, but, like, people who were playing that sort of hero-centric yeah. game... Yeah. Drifted ...saw um, Valorant went, oh, there's somewhere else yeah. I can play. And it's just, you're almost adding... You're diffusing the pool of players, whereas before there yeah. were only a few major games where people focused to. Now there's so many of them popping up that it's... You've only got, like... Sure, there's a, a large player base, but you're only going to get so many per game. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing that tends to happen is when like a, a game type becomes popular and it works its way into everything. Like I Battle I'm Royale. So yeah. I'm I mean, hanging for the death of Battle Royales. I yeah, want it to happen damn. soon. I'm so done with it. But before that it was zombie modes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like every game had a zombie mode. To the point where it became obnoxious. And it's like now no, COD is guaranteed to have I, zombies built in. I actually have like a, a positive thing. Um Oh, uh, I've, I've got some younger cousins. I've got quite a few younger cousins. Um, and uh, I was talking to one of them the other day, and I was like, I knew they played Minecraft, and I knew they were into Fortnite and that kind of stuff, which is like, oh, all right, then the kids, they play it. And yeah. uh, I was talking to them and said, oh, so how are you going in, in Fortnite? Are you like, you, you, you winning, son? Um, <laughs> and uh, they're going, oh, nobody at, at school plays Fortnite anymore. It's shit. It's like, oh my God, there's hope yet. And then it's oh, so, yeah. so, so what are you playing? They're going, have you ever heard of Dungeons and Dragons? It's like, oh my God, there is hope. Like, oh. get, in, get into that. Yes, yes. please. Nice. <laughs> like, no, no, I haven't. Please explain. <laughs> explain all of it at nauseum. Go. Like, a lot of them are like just straight out stepping away from that shit and going to because of stuff like Stranger Things and like the Dungeons yeah. and Dragons movie and they're starting to hear more and more about it like 
I was sitting down having drinks with a cousin. I was talking to a, another mate online, and they were listening to me complaining about the all the shit that was going on with Dungeons and Dragons, and they were asking mm. me about it. So I started telling them what it was, and then I'm like, oh my god, I'd like to try that. And so I was going to run a game with some younger cousins and just see how it goes. And they're actually excited about this shit. It's like, oh my god, finally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Nice. Like, I will absolutely take the death of Fortnite for the rise again of D&D. Of D- yeah. uh, D&D. Maybe not D&D, but of just, like TTRPGs. Just in just, general. Yeah, any of them. Yeah. Pathfinder. Let's just but aim them towards Pathfinder. We're good. 5e is a good stepping stone into other ones. Yeah, yeah it so, is. Yeah, true. It we don't want to scare kids. them off with math. <laughs> no. I will, I will never pretend that 5e isn't the best onboarding no. for yeah. D&D. But at the same time, I loved Pathfinder. I was like, oh, so what's your armor class? Rattles 12 D6s. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> Still less dice than playing Shadowrun. Oh, God. I, we had a... Um, were you in the MechWarrior game with we had years ago? No, it was a house Which game. Which one? Um, where Joe had a, a ship. No, no, you were in that one. Do you remember the Shadow Run special? Spider Ship? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Spider Ship. Uh, do you remember the, the Shadow Run special? Yeah. Dropping a. Was it a just like, I think it's a hundred cu- uh, cubes of solid tungsten from orbit just to bombard <laughs> an area. <laughs> that's not glassing, that's fucking diamonding. That's just. Oh. <laughs> it was great fun. We ruined some people's day with that. Mm. Oh. You really do need way too many dice to play Shadowrun. It's you do. Tough. I mean, like, you just buy the Warhammer uh, damage, like the D6 buckets. Like, you almost need a bucket of dice for that kind of <laughs> that game. It's like... Uh, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> <laughs> that much. Let, let's be honest, Shadowrun is, or it was only ever made to appease the dice goblin in all of us. <laughs> To justify having bought yeah, you need yeah, more. exactly. More, 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 more. <laughs> Got to have more of the shiny math rocks. Oh, it's it's very dumb. We're all secretly <laughs> goblins at heart. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, without question, my guy. Without question. The, the level of, like, I, I'm a little afraid one day I'm going to turn around and realize I'm a hoarder. Yeah. No, no like, like never happened. I, I can still move around in my room. I'm not that far yet. But I have this horrible feeling one day it's gonna. My happen. place is just clutter because of the three D printer and the laser cutter. <laughs> you know, then you just you move into a bigger place. You buy it. Yeah, move exactly. Into, move into an industrial shed. You got all the room in the world. Shit, I'm not a hoarder. I've got fucking room over there. There's nothing I'm in that not... corner. <laughs> See, you, you're saying look, that, but I actually uh, I want to get a warehouse to put all my shit in. I I, I uh, dreamed look, of that from a kid, like a massive shed. Just build a little uh, living space in the corner, and the rest is for the stuff. <laughs> yeah, like. I'm not gonna lie. My ideal, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm a weird guy, but like my ideal thing would be some like subterranean basement thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That is just that is like poorly to not lit, and it's just shelves covered in stuff. <laughs> See, I, I think books, all of my things. All this kind of, and it's a, <laughs> I want, and it's basically, it's basically just some horrid maze. <laughs> And then somewhere in the back corner is like a kitchen and yeah, a bed. Yeah, just <laughs> a dungeon. For I, my I stuff. want the same. It's <laughs> like just a subterranean, like hangar-like space, just open and empty. Like, all right, I'm gonna fill this with stuff and weird things now. Like, I'll have mezzanine because I really want to. I, I really want to be the kind of guy who turns up to the the you know you knock at the door and I come up the stairs and I've got the little 
kerosene lamp. <laughs> yes. Follow me. <laughs> Come with Down me, Travis. Yes. Ah. You have not straight out trap your dungeon, but you know that shelf's got a rickety left leg, and that one over there is really fucking wobbly. So you step around this one, but anyone that bumps it, that fucker's coming down. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, things like I'm that weird kind of person who I would have like a dummy house up top, which is like a just generic house, and, and the way to get in is like a bookcase. That's the yeah. house you rent out. So when they go, oh, I'd like to speak to the landlords. Where are they? They're in the basement. <laughs> they have like a separate basement. Apartment. And they have to go. They're in the dungeon like, downstairs. They have to go over, and there's like one of those big, massive ropes. Like I pull down <laughs> to summon the landlord. Oh, amazing! A, a big, massive, like the, almost a trap door opens up. That yeah, and you open it. And you come crawling oh. out with the, the robes and the staff. Yes. <laughs> I would. I would sit there and make sure it has the perfect squeak. Oh, you'd have hinges. to. Yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. Whatever the reverse of WD-40 oh, yeah. is. It's probably like an elevator behind a bookshelf or something, just so you can come out at random like, yes, you rang. <laughs> just a little bit I of hear there's a dispute about the freezer. Just a little bit of degreaser and sand in the hinge, just so you get that little bit of rub and squeak yeah. on it, and then... Here we go. Oh, we're good. I would love that so much. But I, I'm pretty sure... You have to write into... This is why we're <laughs> goblins. We want a case. I mean, you'd have to write into, like, the leasing agreement. Like, no WDing the, the trap door. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, God. Like, this is why we're goblins. We, yeah. we just want to live in a cave somewhere underground. I mean... Lit by the glow of the monitor. Fuck off. I... Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's... It, like... Some variant of essentially my own personal library yeah. is like my dream Same. to live in. I don't care about, yo, does it have a million rooms or... No. no, no. Does it have a crud ton of bookshelves that I can put no. stuff on? Yeah. Yes, I'm sold. I'm in. Let's all, go. All it needs is a, a bed, a PC, a kitchen, and a shitter. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the essentials. And the rest the is rest just of storage it? space. Bookshelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm down. That sounds like fun. This is like my perfect ideal home. <laughs> just even an old rundown warehouse, and the top is just things, and then you got your dungeon downstairs. <laughs> it has to be like built into like most guys' heads. I think that's why we take over the garage. Like well, the rest of the house oh, yeah. is entirely like you do what you like there. I get this bit because it's big and it's open, and I can put my stuff in there. Where was it where they were selling missile silos? Because I would fill one of those oh, fucking the, yeah, things. No. <laughs> the US. Yeah. It got to a point they were selling enough of them off. There were guys who were making a good living off making designs for them. Like, yeah. I would happily live in that. Fuck. The big problem is they're a giant <laughs> cash thing to get even close to livable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to open the skylight. There's just massive missile doors. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Russians in the satellite's gone, holy fuck, it's happening. I like the fact that, despite the fact this is big hydraulic doors, it still goes... Of course. Yeah. <laughs> got to open up the whole fucking way. you got to maintain yeah. the squeak, but you need the squeak. And, squeak is required. But, but other countries looking through satellites going, holy fuck, they're opening the doors. Holy fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's just me in the bottom on a lounge playing a game. Just, yep, lights open. We're good. <laughs> No, even See, better. I you, assumed it would be you. You got a massive no, carpet. You at the or just you giving the finger. Like, yeah. ah. <laughs> no, you you got to open up the silo because we're busting out the oh, weapon. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's so the smoke alarm doesn't go off. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we can never have fuck you money. 
Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if we ever had fuck you money, we'd spend it on fucking stuff. <laughs> yeah, very all of the, much so. the great thing would be like we'd have like fuck you money, but all of that money would go back in the economy as we start hiring contractors <laughs> for dumb shit. I yeah. want you to dig a hole. How big? I want to fit a missile in it. <laughs> <laughs> so build me an Are underground. You, do, do you sky. have a missile? Oh. <laughs> uh, do you have a missile? I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of a missile. <laughs> I have plans. No, no, no. I don't. I don't have a missile. I just need that sort of like you know yardstick. Yeah. Space. yeah. <laughs> uh, yard yeah. the horror. We're, we need these things. <laughs> we do. Yes. Yes, we do. If do we want to transition on to the kind of what the fuck how did this happen sure. for this episode Why not? For we'll, we'll step from missile okay. solo dungeons to what the fuck <laughs> so I'm gonna throw up a content warning here because this is pretty fucked um this this is this is I'm basically reporting on a on a other report which I will link in the show notes um if you'd like to go see the whole video um this will probably see us through to the end so now's your time to ditch <laughs> Yeah, look, this, like I said, this is, this is pretty fucked. I don't know how the f- So, the, it all revolves around this ex-Australian Special Forces operative named, uh, Scott Jones, or Skojo. Not to be confused with Skomo, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. On his podcast, uh, I think it was Bedtime Warriors, I will just check the- That sounds like a really weird porner. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Who are you? The Bedtime Warriors. Um, yeah, uh, Bedtime. Yeah, it's called Bedtime Warriors. Um, he essentially admits to performing a war crime. Huh. I'm sure that's okay. going to end well. So yeah, the, the this is the Cliff Notes version of this story. Again, I will link a video where they go into much more detail about it and and show the clip where it's from. I'm that's Senor Jordi's. Yes, it is. Um, essentially, they were setting up an exclusion zone, uh, not an exclusion on a you know patch of area where they've got like you know you don't cross this without getting checked. Yeah. Um, two guys show up on a bike, on a motorbike, don't stop, and these two guys gun them down. Turns out they were police, so they didn't shoot combatants; they shot civvies Ooh. and police officers in uniform ooh they then conspired to hide this fact from the um, Australian Defence Forces Internal Investigations Department saying that they were not in uniform Hmm. but that whole thing boils down to that they tried to hide it if they had been open with it there would have been an investigation but they're in exclusion where things are meant to stop like I'm not saying it's acceptable or all of that but like, yeah. if they hadn't have tried to hide it, the investigation would have gone through and said, "Okay, well, this is what happened. This is why it happened, and it's a fucking bad thing that happened." But like, but it's an area where procedure. they know they needed or fucking stopped. But yeah. it's the fact they hid it. Uh, procedure is disable the vehicle, not shoot it's, the driver. That's yeah. hard on a fucking motorcycle, though. Yeah, I know. But they didn't even try. No. Yeah. They openly admit they did not even try and shoot the bike. They just shot the two people. So he's the one telling this on his own podcast, right? Yes. Like, why? What? This podcast is from this year. <clears throat> this happened back in 2009. As far as I'm aware, there's no statute limitations on a war crime. 
No. No, but I'm just saying, this is how long it's been since he pointed this out. Yeah, yeah it's just... It's just like, how the fuck... Like, it, I know it sounds dumb, but like, if you'd said, this was Blackwater, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Blackwater's got a massive reputation for overreaching and doing dumb, fucked up shit. Yeah. But... This is our Australian military. I know people who served. Yeah. They're great people. They're amazing people. Agreed. And then there's this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Who's on a podcast just casually telling a story about how he just shot two Afghani guys because he thought they were going to be, they were Taliban. No proof that they were. All they done is not stop. No, but it's. The, the I don't not know stopping, why he thought even like to talk about that. Like I know, but like it's straight out evidence. If there is a, an investigation into it, saying, "Well, here oh, yeah, it definitely. is," you fucking admitted to it. But like, yeah, the the whole not stopping. They're in an exclusion zone. I'm guessing it's a roadblock where they're saying you need to stop here. Like they've those things have usually got those big fucking signs up saying you need to stop. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. You need to stop. Uh, any you don't stop, we open fire. From what like, I gathered from the story they tell, it doesn't have those signs. It's just an area where they not where they're set up, and they're supposed to not. It's a checkpoint. Yeah, it's not a, a big signed. You don't go here. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Even then, it's just generic practice. You see, like a, an army in front of you, you tend to stop. Well, you should fucking stop, but. Yeah, like, because granted, the soldiers, anyone Look, can buy a fucking cop's, uh, can throw on a blue shirt, buy a fucking yeah. badge, and I'm a cop. <clears throat> it's but, grey in Afghanistan, I believe. Or whatever they wear. And you're, you're, but, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, and, I and even in the video I'm going to link where they're very critical of this guy, even they admit there is a certain level of in the field this happened. Yeah, yeah. But you then. That's, hit yeah, the that's you where they're being fucking. Did wrong. Yeah. That's once you you done the thing and then looked at it, you knew you've done something wrong, and then you tried to hide it. That's where the the big fuck up there is. Oh yeah, and not only tried to hide it, successfully yeah. hid yeah. it, and then decided to bring it out randomly on a podcast. Yeah, like yeah. you got to you got to think like, after you finish that podcast and uh, like press stop on the recording. He had to have then thought about going. I I said that, but then he uploaded it. He had to have gone through editing. So yeah. at some point, he would have yeah. leveled the volume for that story. Uh, but so this guy thinks he's telling these stories because they'll help people who've been in uh, military situations feel better. You too can get away with a war crime. <laughs> you too can give, give okay. prime evidence I'll of a first you, person committing a war I'll crime. I'll tell you about... <laughs> There's another story that they bring up in this video, and it is, it is like it, it immediately rips apart this narrative as far as I'm concerned. Fair. And again, this is the thing I was mostly talking about the content warning for because this is this is absolutely fucked. During an incident, dude is actually pulled a gun. He's looking to flank some people. They shoot him. His kids come out and start trying to shovel his brains back into his skull. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah, it's not great. Fuck. They make jokes about it. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's no, come they, on. They seriously do. They comment about how like these kids were were essentially making sandcastles as they tried to shovel their brains back into. <sighs> I have a dark sense of humor, but even that's a bit fucking far. 
Like, look, there's something to be said for say, in the moment. A, a, a thing I think a lot of people don't understand is that laughter is a stress yeah, response. Yeah, and gallows humor is old as time. Oh yeah, yeah. So in the moment, most people could understand that like you do something to break the tension moment. But when you retell the story later, most people don't maintain the ha ha oh that yeah. was funny because he's telling the story about how he was the unit clown yeah that's and that he made a corker joke at this moment uh, yeah that's Parking. like at, at at the time like some things you'll someone will tell a joke in an instance and in that very specific time it's funny because uh, not even really funny it's just a ha all right well that happened okay but yeah. later on you look back at it and it's like well in this instance, it's not funny. Even the retelling of the story and retelling the events. It's a, a as mm. a, used to be called a, a fucking a Kodak moment. You had to be there then and there mm. for the whole impact of it. Yeah. The photo just doesn't have the instance. Like it's a little bit, yeah. but it's not the instance of that. That's mm. very much what that thing is. It's not something you need to fucking retell or at all. And if you did retell it, it would be this massively fucked oh, up fucking thing that happened. Yeah. Um, for comparison, I watched another a uh, couple other guys, um, Mike and Zach, who do another YouTube YouTube channel. Uh, Mike Burnfield. I love their stuff. They t- they tell stories from um, Zach's deployment, hmm. and there are a couple of stories where bad things happen, and he does not treat them as human. No. Yeah, there's one where uh, an officer wanted to have a checkpoint in the same place every day, and the gunner on top of his Humvee got shot because of yeah. it. There's another one where a tank driver got... The tank got hit. He got concussed and knocked out. And everyone left him there in the tank. He's alone. In a war zone. He's a newbie. Heavily concussed. Uh, yeah. And he doesn't treat these as fun. No. Because they're not. No, they're absolutely not. Like, at, at the... This guy... At the time, like... If, like... I'm sure the bloke who was left in the tank... Like, if they didn't know he was alive or anything like that at the time they may have said stuff between them because they're fucking pretty much brothers in combat but later on looking back on it like the the introspection you can have on looking back on an event like hindsight's mm. twenty twenty, you can see everything for what it was but at the time you can yeah. only see what's right in front of your face mm. and fuck just the the like not being able to look at yourself and the impact around you is like holy fuck how blind are you Jesus yeah, yeah. It, it's so fucked up that this dude is one of our... He, he's an Australian Special Forces guy. Mm. This is the kind of shit I, I expect when you talk about a PMC. Mm. Yeah. Some group that doesn't represent a country and gets away with bullshit. Yeah. This but is our military it, It's forces. only been in the, like, the, in the last few years there's been quite a few fucking Aussies put up for war crimes and, and shit all over like Mm. Holy fuck! Like and, well, yeah, and none of them is. admitted on a fucking podcast has gone out worldwide. Jesus. Well, at least they got a good yeah. confession out of him. Fucking oath! Like that case is going to be real Look, fucking short. The question is whether it does get processed because um, a guy actually did uh, he did he did the whistleblower on the potential war crimes being done by Australian military officers, and instead of. You know, it being taken seriously, people looking into it, they're currently trying to um, 
bring the law against him for releasing documents yeah, that for whistleblowing. he shouldn't have yeah. had. Yeah, because yeah. Australia is backwards when it comes to fucking whistleblowing laws. Yeah, because you know. So that guy's getting screwed over in this, but this dude's out here having a podcast, yeah. and they and they point out that like a lot of these guys are posting like you know Apache f- uh, video of guys getting shot on their fucking um, Instagram. Yeah. Fuck off. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Like, at least with this kind of stuff, like, because it's him doing it, and it seems like it's gone through a couple of big YouTubers, like, this is coming from Friendly Geordies, that's how we found out. But I'm guaranteeing that'll have been passed on to someone, and someone's gonna want to look good. And this will make them look good. So there is a decent chance in my eyes that they might come for him, because it's an easy win. And at the moment... They need an easy win. Yeah, but again, they... At least as of recording this, I have not seen anything that suggested they're still suing the whistleblower. Yeah, they'll sue the yeah. guts out of the whistleblower and worst comes to worst, they'll do an internal investigation um, and they'll say, he was bad. We're going to punish him. Time served. Done. Every time it's, yeah. it's a thing with like, oh, we, do, we did an internal investigation. So you paid some guys to say you were good, yeah? yeah? Yeah, cool. External investigation next, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no. so much of that shit that there shouldn't be fucking internal investigations. No, just... Yeah. Out in the fucking an internal open, investigation should only happen... Like, an internal investigation comes after an external in- in- yeah. investigation. After the external investigation has gone through and given results, then you can go back and look, okay, where else is this happening? Yeah. But just... The really only good thing I've seen from this so far, the dude's Instagram and Spotify for his podcast have both been pulled. Understandably. By him? Did he panic? Or was it... No. Oh, he's pissed about it. He was trying to figure out who caused it to happen. He oh, did. okay. So he's, <laughs> he still doesn't realize what he's done then. Uh, no, I think he knows what he's done. He just thinks that it's people coming after him, not that he did the wrong thing. I mean, they are. Because I guarantee you, if I was Spotify and I heard that there was a dude telling stories about, you know, kids <clears throat> scooping their dad's brain and him making fun about yeah. it, yeah, I'd pull that fucker's podcast yeah, too. Definitely. Fuck. I wouldn't want that on my platform. No, fuck no. no. And if you're the platform where they're uploading classified military videos, I don't want him on my fucking Instagram either. Yeah. Fuck. Because if it's illegal to look at these things, it's not great. No, it really isn't. Yeah. But, like, uh, like, there's at least platforms like that that will actually pull that shit. There's other platforms that Mm. fucking won't. And at least they're pulling it for a reason that's like, holy fuck, like, this is an actual thing. It's not... We're just going to well, ban your account we don't because know we don't why like they what pulled you pulled. At least they've removed that content so that you can't just stumble across it. Yeah. Mm. But there's other platforms that won't. Or they'll uh, ban yeah. an account for almost... like Because they've said something fucking 10, 20 years ago. But yeah. mm. it's like, no, you can't get any better than you were 10 years ago. You can't grow. You can't be a better human. You are as bad well, as you were 10 years ago. That happened with YouTube recently, didn't it? It's happened with YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, a whole heap of them. If you've done yeah. a bad tweet or post something bad in your life, regardless of what you do with your life now, you've done it once. You're fucked. Yeah. I always find that rather annoying when it's like, oh, he said this like 10 years ago. It's like, that is a different person now. People yeah. can change. He might People still be a piece of shit, just in a different direction. 
Look, that whole thing kind of fell apart pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, hopefully I, I, this I think person it's... falls down the flight of stairs. Oh, fucking oath. And, yeah. like, it's a, a good example of why some people need, like, that kind of shit shouldn't be out in the fucking a public eye. If, it's, if no. it's out there, it needs to be fucking investigated and tried properly. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. 100%. I just wanted to bring it up because, look, more people need to yeah. yeah. And it's, the more people who harp on about it, the more likely it is that he's going to get fucked up. Yeah, it's very much a thing that would otherwise, if it wasn't brought in a public eye, just get swept under a rug somewhere. I said, no, 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 this mm. didn't happen. Like it pretty well, much again, did for all this, this happened time. back. Yeah, this happened back in 20, uh, 2009. Yeah. Not last no. month. Yeah. So that's so, fucking, what, 12 years, whatever the fuck it is. I'm probably counting wrong. Somewhere. 12 years of it literally being swept under a rug or buried in the dunes or just yeah. away Ignored. and now it's come out and it needs to be fucking brought out into the light yeah so definitely so uh sorry for the the slightly extreme downer end to this podcast but you know we might be a silly happy fun times podcast but once in a while there are serious topics that I really do believe <laughs> we can be serious we can have should... thoughts and opinions <laughs> no we can't <laughs> We're just three raccoons <laughs> in a suit. It's great. <laughs> Look, we, we we did the squirrel episode last week. We had to do something a little more more serious. Yeah, we had to bring it back into but, spec. Like, yeah. I'll link the video so you know where I got all this info from, and you can then go on further exploration if you wish to to verify slash uh, further look in. I don't want you to take my word for it. Please go go look. Um, learn for yourself. <laughs> We're, we're just three idiots, man. We say it in the disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, I think that's the end of the podcast for this Holy week. Um, we, we've hit our our usual length, and we were once um, again like scared we wouldn't make an hour. <laughs> I know, right? We keep it in the pre-chat. We're like, I don't know, man. Are we got enough content. Once for this? the bullshit starts to flow. I told you, man. We can just go, 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 go. I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna finish this and just dream of a missile silo full of shit. Yeah, uh, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, honestly, if if anyone wants to just give me a library, yeah, I will look after it for you. I will make sure it has new books in it. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, like I would happily question, look after a library, like someone's personal library, would be great. I, look, you want fucking science books? I'll get you science books. You want the newest fiction? I'll get you the newest fiction. You want something fucking weird? I got you. I will make you the most eclectic, brilliant library ever. Give me a budget, I'll make it fucking fancy, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking, like, book nooks and all the good shit. Oh, yeah. Just like, just I burst noise. into an office like, Sir, I have got the, the ladder that moves! <laughs> I have a rolly ladder and it squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the cadence to squeak right. You must come try it. We got the bearings, sir. We got the bearings. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Y'all right. have a good one. Catch you next time. See ya. <laughs>